Identity-centric security. How do you take identity and access management to the next level? Hi, I'm Tom Field, Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. My pleasure to be talking today with Steve Firestone. He's the General Manager of the Security Business with CA Technologies. Steve, thank you so much for joining me. Well, thank you, Tom. Pleasure to be here. At the outset, why don't you tell us just a bit about yourself and your role at CA Technologies, please. I've been at CA Technologies for a while, and in my current role, I'm responsible for the security portfolio, which, as you might imagine, is pretty exciting, as part of CA Technologies and our broader portfolio of uh, solutions. Security is one of the focus areas for CA Technologies and, uh, and something we're pretty excited about. In my role, we're heavily focused on the identity and access management portfolio, and glad to talk to you. So, Steve, CA has been talking about the concept of the identity-centric security as a critical need today in the new application economy. Take just a moment to explain exactly what the identity-centric security is and why it is so important. Identity-centric security is important to us, and I'm going to start that with setting the context of the way business used to operate. So in the past, companies would have all of their employees come to an office or or be on their intranet, and it was all behind a firewall, and employees were really the key accessors of information and the key threat. As companies have evolved and we've started to leverage cloud and SaaS applications, and as people have started leveraging the company's information, whether it's through bring your own device or partners outside of the enterprise, that's opened up a very interesting relationship between the people who need access to information and where those people are. And really, we think that the key point to that is the identity. And as identity flows outside of an organization, that really becomes the central point that you can manage and the central thing that you can um, really hang your hat on. And so as applications start to go broader outside of the enterprise and data is everywhere, identity really becomes critical to that hybrid environment. And also, as the number of users increase, as we start to go outside of the enterprise and to get into more than just employees, scale becomes really important. And so I think identity-centric is really about saying that it's about either people or things that need access to applications that a company um, has. It could be their data or it could be you know basic applications to do their work. And so that identity, whether it's a human or it's a, a thing, or it's another application, becomes really important as we go into the next generation. Steve, there's been a lot of publicity recently, you can't avoid it, relating to very public breaches of corporate and customer information. So from your perspective, what should IT and security executives be considering when they're trying to prevent their organization from being the next headline? Very uh, appropriate topic and very timely. Breaches are a concern to all of us. And I think the main advice is to make sure that we're doing all we can to help out. Um, there is no perfect solution. It's really about a layered approach and focusing on what we need to do to try to help our organizations to be safe. Most of the breaches lately have been about attacking a privileged user. And that is, we want to get uh, access to the crown jewels and that privileged user who may, be, who may have access to do maintenance or updates or access to something that might be the enterprise's crown jewels. And the attack vectors, as we've just talked about in an identity-centric security, start to evolve even outside of the enterprise. So really the focus is about putting in the right infrastructure, 
the right protections around an identity and, of course, about that privileged uh, identity or that privileged user and making sure that we add the next level of, of security to those privileged identities. Steve, CA recently made a major acquisition related to this topic. Tell me a little bit about that and why that acquisition is so important. We recently acquired Exedium, who is a leader in privileged access management. We did this because their offering provides some very strong controls over privileged users and really is a step into where we think the world is going. And what that means is that as we start to get outside of the enterprise where applications live, we need to control privileged access. And that might be to a, a platform as a service or an infrastructure as a service. The example that, uh, that I give is that if you had an Amazon, for example, instance, and you're the owner of that Amazon instance, that privileged identity can go off and add storage or add services to it, and it becomes a very interesting control point to an enterprise's applications that may run in Amazon. But Amazon is accessed through APIs. So one of the things that Exedium did was to leverage how to insert technology into an API to be able to um, manage privileged identities. And in addition, other cloud capabilities, whether it be with VMware or other infrastructures, um, that privileged identity could be very interesting if, if it were compromised. So we saw that technology, that forethought into managing diverse um, environments, diverse resources, and also doing it in a very high-performant way. Um, one of Exedium's strengths is its ability to have a small footprint and do a lot with it. In addition, delivering it in a very easy-to-consume and, and great method is strong. And that complements our host-based security solution where we have that last mile covered. So between the Exedium work and what we have, we think that we're in a very strong 1 plus 1 equal 3 position to help to address the previous question about what can we do to do everything we can to prevent breaches and to enable business as it moves outside of the four walls of the enterprise. Steve, a moment ago you used the word easy. As we all know, security and ease don't often go hand in hand. So how can organizations ensure that they have strong security in place while still enabling the business, the organization, to improve the overall user experience so it is as easy as it can be? The first step that when we think about security and easy is really to demystify security. When we start talking about protocols and very difficult technology concerns, it really puts people off. People don't want to be around security that's complicated or difficult to use. People will avoid it. And in fact, in other industries, they'll call that an abandonment rate. In other words, if you go to the grocery store and you want to buy something, and every time you buy something, you get a call from your bank or your credit card that says, hey, you know, are you really, you know, who you claim to be? And, you know, for this 20-cent transaction, you know, for a donation, you know, is there a problem? That's, that's not going to work. You're going to go to some place where it should know that you go to that grocery store every time and that you do that purchase. Well, in the same way, when we start to talk about identity and access management, if we use terms that are unfamiliar, if we leverage um, other systems that are very complicated to implement and you need very strong computer science to implement it, it will not be leveraged. It will not be used. It will not become that uh, brick in the defense of what's going on. So simplifying it. And the way that you simplify it is to think of solutions in business people, in business language or business terms, having a business catalog that's, that's friendly to what you're working on, and the ability to install something to get that infrastructure up and running very quickly to uh, make it easy so that people want to partner with you 
and they don't see security as an obstacle, but rather an enabler of doing business. And especially as we start to see mobile apps and we see the Internet of Things coming out there, as we want to embrace people and innovators who are doing things, we need to make security a part of it, but we don't want to make it all about security, rather making security easy to enable the business that happens on your mobile device, your tablet, or as we go out to partners and innovators. Steve, let's talk about another recent CA acquisition. You recently acquired the leading identity management company, IDM Logic. So tell us a little bit about that acquisition and how it relates to this issue of improving the user experience in the application economy. So in IDM Logic, first of all, they're one of the top identity experts in terms of in-identity and access management. And they put together a solution that really was in place to the business users. So the terms that you might need when you're accessing your application that are important to you, they would, instead of calling it XYZ system or um, you know SAP 27, they'll use it as, oh, this is the um, resume system or this is your payroll system. And using terms like that, it's very comfortable for someone to say, I, I would like access to my learning system or my reward system. And then tying that business term to the things and keeping all of the, the difficult technology that happens behind the scenes, making that simple and easy to use. In addition, one of the attack vectors for whether it's a privileged user or an employee is to try to get access to that identity. And one of the defenses against that is to have a governance process that uses analytics and that uses really a, a healthy system to just question whether or not this individual should continue to get access to what they need. And if you do that in a friendly way, maybe a, an email periodically to say, does this individual or this role still need access to this information, it closes down that orphaned ID problem that we've seen before where we get a lot of identities into a place, people change jobs, leave companies, and some of those identities stay around. With the IDM logic solutions combined with our identity solutions, we help to close that. Steve, I can see this as being particularly compelling for organizations with large numbers of employees who want to improve, say, their IT efficiencies by moving more functions out to the user. Would you describe for us what would be a typical use case at one of your customers? If we think about identity and access management in general, what's going to happen is we'll have an application that somebody needs access to. And one of the flows that I, I like to use in the particular case of you know, identity and what we were just describing um, was that we might have access to customer information. And customer information is pretty sensitive. If I'm in the sales organization or in the field organization and I use that system, I want to know and be able to record my customers, my relationships with that customer, and to really keep a close, supportive nature with my customers and treat them as partners. But if I've done something innovative in the field, maybe my IT operations area started to notice that innovative use of information or innovative system, and they've invited me to maybe change my job from being in the field to being in the IT department and maybe in the production part of IT. Well, I'm changing jobs really within the company from being in the field to being in IT. So I will now want to get access to production systems and maybe help to update those production systems or, or create and requirements for those production systems. So that's a different job than having access to my customer list. How do I remove that access from my customer list so that I can get the production systems? And then what happens if the development organization sees the great innovation that I'm doing and they invite me later on to change jobs into the development group? I would want to have access to different types of systems and maybe because of separation of duties, not have access to that production environment. Our software makes that easy. In another 
environment, we all have heard about single sign-on. We've heard about making things easy to access and making it easy for users, as we've talked about. Well, single sign-on is more than just one person trying to access two or three applications. It's really about a personalized experience for what you're trying to do. So you may sign in. You may, as we've talked about before, on your tablet, on your mobile device, uh, you may have a, a thing that's, that's uh, authenticating in. What we want to be able to do is provide a personalized experience to that application on the, on the back end. And that application, which might be the sales list, it might be um, your payroll, or it might be some learning that you have to do, well, each of those has different requirements. And so our solutions help to only expose that information that a particular application needs and not give you access to everything or, or share too much um, too frequently. And then as we've talked about with privileged identities, as we've identified the crown jewels in our organization, whether that's our customer list, financial information, maybe some of our strategy, maybe it's our source code, whatever those, those crown jewels are, we have to perform operations on those. And as we put the privileged users to that, there's capabilities within you know, our products to make that very easy so that the executives of an organization can say that they have done everything they can to safeguard those privileged identities. And that might mean taking and just just in time providing a password for a particular shared account. So, so instead of somebody um, taking Steve's password and using it to be able to access a privileged account, they really can't do that. Steve goes to a, a change control process, and then he's when he's about to run a, a program, just in time we put in the password, and, and maybe Steve never even sees what that password is. And we also record what Steve's doing as a privileged user because that's a great attack point. And so just like if you had a camera at a bank, um, we would record what's going on. And that knowledge of, of recording, that ability to go back and look at that becomes a very interesting uh, capability. In addition, as we think about exposing or broadening out who can access to this information, as our partners, our innovators, get access to some of our crown jewels through remote uh, capabilities like tablets and, and phones, we need to know when to question what they're doing. You know, if somebody comes in and accesses an application Monday through Friday and they always do a certain type of pattern, but all of a sudden they come in on the weekend to do that, that might increase the risk that they're not the person who was accessing it. But maybe every fourth Sunday they do come in. So we need to be smart about that. And so having authentication solutions that allow you to have a second factor is something that, uh, that that's really important. And being able to do all of this at the scale you are today and the scale you want to go in the future are example use cases of how identity and access can be used. Well, very good. Steve, a final question for you. If you could sort of boil it down, what would you recommend that organizations focus on so that they can simplify and streamline their core identity management functions while still protecting themselves against the breaches we've talked about today? What, what I would look to is a longer-term architecture that has to take into account the opening up of the enterprise, that identity-centric approach, so that we'll have a transformation and be able to open up through, whether it's APIs, uh, REST APIs, for example, to partners and innovators, but also be able to protect the information that we need. And so partnering with a vendor who can provide the capabilities of whether it's privileged access, it's that identity, hire to retire lifecycle that we described, but also makes it easy to let the tablets, the phones, the Internet of Things have access to that information. And so having a, a, a vision and then backing that up to very simple-to-use, easy-to-deploy solutions that help along the way so that 
down the road when it's time to enable your business and be an identity-centric business that we're ready with technology in place that gives us the best chance to defend against while enabling our business. Well, Steve, thank you. I really appreciate your time and your insight today. The topic has been the identity-centric security. I've been speaking with Steve Firestone, General Manager of the Security Business with CA Technologies. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.